Welcome to the Glasgow Law Practice On Demand Podcast. On Demand Podcast. A series where we answer the questions we're being asked daily about our services and how the legal system is operating in Scotland during COVID-19. We are open and helping clients daily. Hello, I'm Emma Weir, a Senior Conveyancing Solicitor with the Glasgow Law Practice. Following on from Robert Fitzpatrick's podcast, I think it would be worthwhile to cover a few questions clients have approached me about in these past weeks. Firstly, I have been asked how clients can provide ID to us at the moment. Due to the current lockdown measures, you will be unable to attend one of our branches with your identification documents. Instead, we can now do all of the identity checking remotely thanks to our tie-up with Amicus. Amicus is an online platform which provides us with full identity and compliance checks. These checks are required by law and no solicitor can settle your transaction without them. But it couldn't be easier. All that happens is that we send you a link which will take you to the Amicus portal. This will take you through a straightforward process And should you run into any difficulties, Amicus have a dedicated team to answer any questions you may have. Clients who have used it so far have been delighted with how easy and straightforward it is. And it all can be done remotely from the comfort of your home. The cost for this process is less than a tenner. So definitely something worth considering if you're proceeding with a convincing transaction. Next, people have asked what to do about their help to buy ISA or lifetime ISA. Many of our clients will have these ISAs if they are first-time buyers, so it's important that you know the full process. You should be aiming to request your closing statement at least three weeks before your date of entry. Not all banks can issue your closing statements in branch, so you may be relying on the closing statement arriving in post, which should be no later than five days prior to your date of entry. Five days is the minimum amount of time we need to ensure that we can obtain your help to buy bonus on time. If we do not have your closing statement prior and your sale needs to go through on a certain date, then you could miss out on your bonus entirely as the scheme does not permit us to request a bonus after the date of entry. Clients have also asked me if their mortgage offer will still be valid. As a result of the lockdown measures, some transactions have been delayed. It is important, therefore, that you check the expiry date of your mortgage offer. In particular, if you are buying a new build property, it is important to check how the current climate has affected your build programme and advise your mortgage broker accordingly. Every mortgage offer will have an expiry date, whether it's 3, 6 or even up to 12 months after the date of issue. Your mortgage broker can apply for an extension or a new mortgage offer if the date of entry is expected to take place after your mortgage expiry date. Without a valid mortgage offer, a conveyancing solicitor cannot obtain your loan funds. So keep in touch with your bank or mortgage broker and also the builder if you can. And don't forget to let your solicitor know about any changes as we're often the last informed. The final matter that I'd like to highlight to people, especially first-time buyers, is a new first home fund or help to buy fund. You may or may not be aware that the new first home fund is for existing properties, whereas the help to buy fund is usually for new build properties only. This is a recently introduced change and allows first time buyers to get assistance to buy any property, not just new build properties as used to be the case. The Scottish Government has lots of useful information about this on its website and you should always go there first for the most accurate and up-to-date details. 
Broadly, these shared equity schemes will provide you with a loan from the Scottish Government in return for a share in your property. Usually the share percentage is 15% but can vary across the board. As you will be able to see in more detail from the website, these loans are either repaid during the period of your ownership if you acquire savings or decide to refinance or when you sell the property. For those of you who have applied for the schemes or may be thinking of doing so, it is worth paying particular attention to the many rules and regulations which govern these schemes. So far as the funds available from the scheme are concerned, your solicitor will only be able to order these once you have a valid mortgage offer and have been formally approved for the scheme. The funds must also be ordered in accordance with strict timescales, which are usually at least three weeks prior to your date of entry. If your shared equity funds cannot be ordered within the specified timescale, then your date of entry would be pushed back. Again, please get in touch with us if any of this applies to you, as we do have considerable experience in dealing with these types of purchases and the various schemes and we'll be able to keep you advised on this. I hope this helps anyone that it applies to and obviously if there's anything we can do to help you now, even if it's just to get some general advice about going forward when conditions improve or to inquire about likely costs, We are still running our convincing department fully during this time and if you do need any assistance, please do not hesitate to call either myself, Emma Weir or Mr Robert Fitzpatrick, our senior partner, on 0141 779 4466. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Glasgow Law Practice On Demand podcast. We hope it helped you understand the current situation and how we can help you. Visit our website where all of our contact details can be found. And get in touch, please, if you need legal assistance. We provide free initial advice by phone and video call.